three, two, one. A skeletally do. Fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone, and welcome back to another week of Warp Lords Podcast. I'm Devin, and I'm your GM for this uh, arc. And with me today, I have Jared, Mike, and Danger. So, guys, why don't you uh, tell us about your character and where they are now? Because they're not in the same place as where they were when we started last week's episode, are they? No. Spoilers. Things are different. <laughs> um, I am Jared. I, I play Ash the Dryad. Uh, he is terrified of fire and has a elephant looking watering can named Florian. And yeah, in the last, in the last week, he showed that he's a great puzzle solver. And my name's Mike and I played Joel Scruples the third, a priest who was once drunk and now is less drunk. And he solved the puzzle without trying to burn any doors with a candle. Hey, everybody. It's me, Danger. I am your candle-burning boy. I <laughs> play Ruljaw and Billy McPherson, the dynamic duo of Dingus. Uh, and yeah, last week I mostly tried to light a door on fire after we got it to stop being on fire. Sometimes that's how it be, though. I mean, it do be like that sometimes. It do be. That it do. Uh, yeah, Lambda showed up, and but I think the main takeaway is that uh, you're not in the Obsidian Keep anymore. No, we're not. Because it's not Obsidian, everything is opal, and instead of hot, everything is cold, and instead of lava, there's mercury. Whoa, everything's so topsy-turvy. <laughs> First it was hot, and then it was cold. First it was yes, and then it was no. Uh, we were in, and then we are out. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. So, so Joel, what did you learn anything useful? Yeah, I'm standing in the middle of this pentagram, and I'm just kind of shaking my head at this point, just annoyed with the whole situation. Yeah, no, I, I learned that, um, well, burning the door with a candle is not going to help. Uh, if you guys just follow me, though, where I was going to originally, I think we might be able to find a solution to our chilling predicament. Cool. How smoldery is the door at this point? Because I assume that that conversation has taken quite some time. Yes. Well, it's a very solid, pressure-treated oak door, so not very much. How thick is it? How thick is this door? Four inches. Wow, that's a lot of C's, dude. That's a thick door. So Joel walks up to the door, and remembering how much trouble he had getting past the door from you last time, just gives you a glare, rule jaw. And pushes- I mean, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at the door. Like <laughs> he pushes the door open. Ash is following him. He assumes, and he's walking to the to the bridge. And he goes, "Come on, Ja, it's this way." Uh, I'm gonna make a will check here. Ah, damn. I was trying to roll for unshakable faith. I reluctantly follow. All I right. set the lit candle at the bottom of the door to leave it going. <laughs> we're going to come back to this place on fire. I love it. As we're walking there, um, I'm going to rip parts of my old robe up and just like make like strips of cloth. And I put some over my face and I hand out strips of cloth to the rest of them. And I go, yeah, that mercury doesn't feel great when you um inhale it. So I'd probably put these on. I mean, like I'm a, I'm kind of a tree. 
person, so I think I'll be okay. Yeah, and I walk across the bridge with my cool improvised face mask. You are walking across the bridge. The mercury fumes kind of sting your eyes a little bit. I go face maskless. Uh, as we're passing the center of the bridge, I look down at that, at that, uh, room that's down the stairs. Is it less fucky? It looks empty. It looks empty? Alright, I keep walking. Okay, well, if there's nothing else, you have reached the other side of the bridge. I spray Florian off the side of the bridge to see if anything happens as the water hits the mercury. Well, first of all, the water turns to ice (laughs) before it hits the mercury. Oh, wow, so it's just like a... That's interesting. It's very cold. Is it specifically this area, or is it everywhere that's that cold? Uh, Well, specifically this area, because it's kind of like outside... But okay. even yeah, outside when you sucks. are inside the walls, it's still very, very cold. As I walk in the door, um, I just yell, Brule! You hear Brule? Uh, there is no response. I don't think Brule's gonna be here. Yeah, I doubt it. Alright, I go check out, I go check out Brule's room. Uh, yeah, everything's gone. There's no chair, there's no bones, there's no Brule, no nothing. <laughs> All right, guys, I think, I, I hate to say this, but I think we should just split up, cover as much ground as possible. So Ash whispers over to Ruljah, hey, I know that he wanted to split up, but do you just want to stick together? Well, I I, I, <laughs> I hear you say that, because fuck rolls. Roll point. for it, motherfucker. I, I hear you it. say that. I, you're bad at it. Do I have to roll for it, Devin? Roll sense check. Three out of three. I'm not even kidding. That's three out of three of Blackjack. I heard you. <laughs> Hey, Ash. He heard you. Ash, we're just trying to cover as much ground as possible. This whole fucking castle is empty. I just want to get this job over with at this point. Like, let's just split up, cover as much ground as possible, yell if you find anything, all right? And I'm going to walk toward the door we came from. Yeah, totally. And systematically check that out from the room with the Sphinx in it to the left. Okay, so... You have found your first... The bones of the Sphinx are no longer there. But what is there is a huge white beast laid curled up in the corner of the room. It breathes heavily, and small crystals of ice seem frozen on its fur. Though a pile of straw and other refuse is gathered in an apparent makeshift nest on one side of the room... The beast is curled up opposite the straw, as though unwilling to use the warmth offered by such a bed. And it's currently sleeping. So I was- I got there first. I'm going to sneak away as quickly as I can. Okay. And try to find any of my other party members. So the first thing that I'd want to do, since that would have taken some time, um... The first room I'm going to check out is the one with the table on it that had the, like, oil of, or the, the dusk flame in the room. That is the first room I want to check out. The table and chairs are gone, but the dusk flame remains in the ceiling. It no longer drips, but, and it's no longer caged like it was before. It's open flame, and you know, because you just know all about dusk flame, that if you wanted to, you could carry it uh as like a how am I trying to word this? Uh so Dust Flame 
burns metal instead of wood. It's like fire, but it burns metal instead of wood. So if you had like a metal object, you could light it on fire and carry it around if you wanted to. Oh. You said this is fire, correct? It's blue cold fire. Yes. <laughs> Does it dust scare flame. me? No, it's dust. Are you with him oh, or did you go flames. somewhere else? Yeah, no, I went with him. Okay, so it doesn't scare me. That was a waste of a pass. Um, I would take out my, like, small knife and I would stick it into the uh, flame and I would light my the end of my knife on fire if possible. It's very possible. Cool. I, I Just a little bit, so I kind of, like, have a small torch. Not that I need just it, the tip. but just the tip. Okay. And uh, I look around. Is there a cage? Just checking. No. Okay. Yeah, you remember before there was like a, a domed like cage around the flame. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's why I was anymore. double checking. I was like, well, I mean, yeah. maybe. You never hey, know. Hey, Rule. Maybe we can check the entrance to see if the dwarves are there or something like that. Yeah, I doubt they're here, but uh, that's kind of what I was thinking. We can check their sign-in block. Yeah, so, like, we head out to the corner and knock on the, the wall. Well, they would they would probably meet me around the same yes. time that they're walking you out there. Yeah, meet at the intersection of those hallways. So when I see you guys, I put my finger up to my mouth like, shh, and I kind of, like, motion my head toward where I came from. You just, like, see me and I'm holding a knife that's on fire and you just shh, and I just quietly follow you with this knife that's on fire. And then I, I, when we get to, like, the very edge of the doorway, I kind of put my hands out, like, be careful, and then I peer around the corner and beckon them to come look at what I'm looking at. Um. So, yeah, so you guys see a giant white wolf with, like, frozen icy fur, like, sleeping in the corner of this room. I would like to detect magic. I blackjacked um, on the wolf. Is- yeah, it's a large magical beast, for sure. Definitely a white wolf. Uh, Ash kind of just does, like, the finger on the neck thing, like, nah. <laughs> like, let's not do this. I look at Jaw. What is, what is Jaw's face telling me? Uh, Jaw's face is definitely telling you that he wants to make a witcher joke right now and toss a coin to the white wolf. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a winter wolf, so you don't have to make that joke. Great. Even better, I don't have to make the joke. The end of the hall near where we are was originally, like, smoldering fire and smoke. Is it now, like, ice blocking our path? Correct. Yeah, I, I like, look at you, and I, I, I just, like, put my hand up to my neck and, like, move my hand around, like, just, no, I'm good, count me out. I don't need this. Alright, so I walk away a little bit, and I say, and, like, as soon as they come over, I'm like, so what are we gonna do? I mean, this is the... I feel like let sleeping dogs lie. I I'm concerned now because I think this might I did how much of the what did you guys find? Once again, I am holding a knife that is on fire. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> and dusk I just, flame. I I get it. More more dusk flame, no cage oh, around it. Guys, guys, follow me to the entrance. I want to see if we can find these dwarfs. I bet you that the I bet you that the crossbow trap isn't set anymore. All right, well let's let's take the uh, fuck is the we can always come back to this if necessary. Let's go let's go try the secret entrance first. If they're there, they'll they'll be waiting there at the door. Yeah, that was our plan. 
All right. So Joel leads him to the end of the room and knocks on the secret door again. There's nothing happens. There's no response. The door doesn't open, et cetera. Well, fuck. I guess we have to, I guess we have to try the main entrance then. I've done this before. I can do it again. I uh, have full confidence in you, Ash. <laughs> I'm going to be over here. Ash goes to the door that was previously booby trapped and he goes yes. to walk through it. Uh, it's unlocked. It opens easily and there's no crossbows on the other side. Looks to the right, looks to the left. Is there anything over here? Uh, nope. Goes to the entrance, checks the, uh, is there a, lo- a log of people who have visited? Well, there's something. Uh, what is it? A huge form dominates this room. A huge, just absolutely huge, blue-skinned humanoid with a big, fluffy white beard. He's like Ah. kind of hunched over sitting, but he fills like nearly the entirety of the room with his mass. Uh, He's like semi-prone. He has like a big sack at his... (laughs) 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 A large uh, burlap sack rests at his side. He looks forlornly towards the front archway door of the keep. A gargantuan axe, like 12 feet long, is grasped in his enormous right fist. Does he notice uh, us? Yes, because you've walked in there, so. Is he, like, menacingly moving toward us, or? No. Okay. Oh, oh uh, hi. Hi. How's it going? Oh, oh. hello there. Hey. What's going hey, on, I- buddy? Is that I think we found Mr. our way into your keep. Is... Oh, not much. Oh, this isn't my keep. I'm just here to wait out the hot, the the hot spell. Hot? What do you mean? It's warm outside. There's a warm snap going on. Feels pretty cold to me. You don't say. Maybe to you. Is that your dog in the other room? Dog? No. Uh, he means wolf. No, I mean dog. If for you, it would be a dog. No, that beast is no friend of mine. We just both came in here to escape the heat, but I'm going to let him do his thing. It's is a, he? It's a winter wolf. Is he dangerous? What's what's, what's your name? Oh, what's he's your quite name, dangerous. Uh, my name's Sandor. What's your name? Oh, my name's Ash. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Is there anyone else in here, Sandor? Uh, there's, there's only one other creature I've seen. He's... Annoying gnats. They keep biting me. They're too small for me to squish them easily, and they're very annoying. They flit about. Are they, are they dwarves? Do you know what a dwarf is? No, they're flying. Some sort of flying creature. Hmm. So we came from a really hot place, and now we're in this really cold place. Do you know anything about that? Like kind of a, a connection between the two realms or two planes in this castle here? Plains? It's always been cold here. Well, where we came from, it was really hot here. And then this well, that guy... Just seems impossible. Uh, I mean, it, it's true. Do you do you know anything about the pentagram on the other side of the castle? No, I can't, I can't go past this room. He literally can't fit through the door. This is the only one he can get <laughs> in. He got in, like, through the big double doors of the keep, but he can't go any further. Uh, I wish I had a spell to change that. This guy seems really nice. Did the clothes, uh, or the, the doors close right behind you? Did no, they lock? Open. I no. peek my head outside. Uh, so yeah, the doors open, and um, yeah, even though 
sorry, even though he says it's warm out, it's uh insanely cold. It's like a blustery, snowy field with razor sharp icicles everywhere. And like you, you absolutely don't want to go out there. Yep. Nope. Good. All set. And, uh, but after you walk by him, he's, he's like, Oh, hey friend, is that, is that dusk flame you have there? Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Whoa. That would really help cool me down. Can I, can I offer you a trade? What are you offering? Maybe something from that big old sack of yours, big guy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, he has three things. A knife, a handkerchief, and a plate. But to you, they are a sword, a cloak, and a shield. Interesting. What does the cloak look like? It is white linen with uh, a blue thunderbolt embroidered in it. All right. What does the shield look like to me? Uh, this just looks like a, a steel shield buckler type, small metal round made of okay. steel. And then the sword. Uh, the sword looks dwarven in origin. Uh, it looks like it was made with exceptional craftsmanship, uh, and it has an ivory hilt. Okay. I'm going to trade for the sword. Great. Or was he offering all of it or just he was offering one thing in trade? One of it. It's a trade. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, he said he gives you his knife that to use a sword. Um, and he says it's, it has a name. Its name is Corstor Gelmer. And he says, yeah, this knife is really great. The spirits leave me alone when I show it to them. Hmm. Uh, what? Some some stats. Stats? Roll yeah. sense magic or detect okay. magic. Blackjack. Um yes, it is a short sword originally crafted by dwarves, um, and it has been enchanted with ghost touch. Yay. I've got an idea. We should we should head back to that uh that pentagram. I I I think I know how we can get out of here. Yeah, we could probably hit hit the pentagram now, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. You thinking the same thing? All it right. seems pretty clear to all of us at the same time. Well, thanks. Thanks, Sandor. Thanks for the knife. Hey, yeah, wait, I, I hope have that something, Dusk I have something you, to offer to you as I well. cooler already, so thank hey, you, friends. I, I have this one. I pull out one singed dart. I figured you could maybe use this as like a toothpick or something. Oh, <laughs> He's like holding it out. Okay. Well, I actually uh, don't have. There's nothing to pick out of my teeth right now because I haven't eaten in a while. Maybe if you find some food, I'll trade you some some of these other things. If you want. Maybe, maybe. What if we kill that that wolf? <laughs> Could you eat that? Oh, wolf meat is too gamey, and uh to be honest, uh, you know, not to. Not to cause any offense, but uh, I don't know if you guys would exactly be capable of taking out a, a winter wolf that's, you know, starving. Well, you can have it anyway. How about we wrestle? You want to wrestle? If you beat me, I'll give you something. I'm, I'm not good I, at I wrestling. Grab, <laughs> I grab, like, the, the back, like, what his arm, like, Ash's arm, like, Ash, let's get out of here. This isn't This isn't a good idea. No, I just, I reach out with the singed dart and I say... Hey, I just want you to have this. It's okay. I don't need anything for it. Thanks, friend. 
Have a good life. You too. Hopefully it cools down soon. I'm already feeling better with this dusk flame. Happy to hear that. And uh, Ash follows you guys. On the way back, I asked Ja, I said, uh, where did you get that dusk flame? Is there is there more of it? Yeah. <sighs> I point into the room. Um, same room that it was in the last time. Seemed to be the... My first thought was maybe that was still here. Uh, does it look like we could just bring the whole dusk flame thing with us? It's in No, it's in the ceiling. It's like coming from the ceiling. Like, There's nothing that you could like pick up and take with you. I could I could probably light the the sword on fire with the dust flame, but I don't I know if that would don't think we mess should do with that. the sword. Yeah, the I sword agree. seems more valuable than having a flaming sword. Although that does sound cool. Not gonna lie. I mean the flaming knife was cool. The flaming sword would be dope. Yeah. But this is here if we need it. Doesn't look like it's gonna go out anytime soon. Yeah, let's just get the hell out of here and yeah. And yeah. yeah. So you're going I take it you're just going back to the yeah, yeah, it's going back to the... Uh, the actually, hey guys, I want to... Did, did I notice anything of value in the room with the with the winter wolf? No, it was just like a nest made of hay and trash. Yeah, yeah, I would just I would just head back to the pentagram room then. Uh, real quick before we go, Ash wants to... Do you know where the dwarven stockpile of copper was? Yeah. Do I? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I just want to, Ash wants to just like kind of run over there real quick to see if there happens to be a stockpile of food for that nice guy. Hey, Ash, um, if you want to do that, <laughs> he did say there's a bunch of like flying things around here. I'd rather not get in another fight. Let's just get the hell out of this icy shithole. I know you want to help, but I'm sure he'll be fine. Eh, I guess you're probably right. Okay, let's just go. I mean, what do you think, Ja? Do you think we should go? We should help the help the big man. He was really helpful. He was super nice, but we did have an even exchange. And I think that since we helped him, he'll be able to brave that storm in no time. Yeah, I, I think the same. Sorry. He Ash. seems to have a good lay of the land. There's no need for us to really get involved, unless maybe we hit another dead end. All right. If you guys say so, that's fine with me. Wait, what if we sneak really carefully? We'll no, be able no, to hear them. no, no, we're going. You I'm know, going. <clears throat> Ash, my my wife was expecting me to get this done ages ago, and I am a man who was always on time, and I just, I can't stand to keep her waiting. So let's just okay. get home. Let's just go then. Is it your wife or is it the other guy's wife? It's my wife. How about the other guy? Does that get awkward? Like, you know, do you like, I mean, change, like? He's he has tried to switch on me multiple times, and it has become a point of contention. And he did it once, and I was not happy about it. Yeah, that sounds kind of weird. Like, this is a conversation we're having on the way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, (laughs) he's like, if we're rushing, we should rush. Ash, wait, what are you talking? Ash, we're walking. I mean, like, we can still have a conversation and walk. I mean, what? Well, if we can't try to find my friend any food, we should walk faster. No, because that's in the opposite direction, Ash. I mean, this is really interesting. Like, could you imagine if you were with... I mean, have you ever been with a woman or a man tree before? You got any sprouts off? (laughs) Ash walks faster. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ash walks faster and does not, you know... Engage. He does not respond to your your question, your line of questioning. 
Oh, come on, Ash. It's just a little bit of locker room talk, bud. Come on. <laughs> like chasing after him across the bridge. Joel laughs and he takes a swig of his wine. You see two birds that are being flipped uh, from from Ash. Tree birds. Yes. Meaning two middle fingers that he's extending. Can I take the one stone I have from from earlier and try and hit two birds with one stone? <laughs> For the pun. You're going to throw a rock at him? <laughs> I mean, he's given me two fingers, and it's a great joke. I would put my hand up as soon as he did that, and I'm just like, no, let's not throw the rock at the weird tree man. People who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Who said I live in a glass house? Well, it's molten glass. Who said I anyway, live in a molten glass house? I trying to do more fucking puns for you. Get out of here. Hey. All right. All right, I think we're good. Are you back? I think we're good, GM man. Okay. <laughs> so you are back in the room with a floating chalk pentagram. All right, do All your right. thing, John. <clears throat> yep. Uh, stand back, y'all. I don't know. If this is just gonna get bad. And I like wait for them to get back, and I swing the sword and hit the pentagram with it. The chalk pentagram winks out of existence in a bright flash, and then there's a. Deafening thunderclap in a cloud of chalk dust fills the room. And when the chalk dust settles, the walls are once again obsidian. Oh. Can we say oh, that we have God. like clouds of dust beneath our noses? Sure. Yeah, I, I wipe the I wipe the powder away from my nose. I'm so glad we didn't have to do like ten more of those. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that was a little it... That was a little much. What's this room like? Is there anything else in this room? Nope. Is the pentagram still there? Uh, no, it is gone now. Great. Hey, Rad. Yeah, let's go check on, what's his actual name? Because you keep saying Rad. Radnall. Yeah, I know. Like, it makes it hard for me to remember what his actual name is. Hey, Rad, we, we, we solved the thing. He comes running in, and he is extremely thankful, though still devastated and broken. But he says, ah, oh, thank you. Thank you so much for breaking the curse on this keep. Now that the sage is gone, it falls to me to select a new apprentice. You, tree man, you seem strong in magic. What? You want me to train you in the ways of the burning sage so that his legacy will live on? I can return to my own country, never again to use the spells in atonement for my wrongs. I thought I was wise, but I was foolish. I don't know, man. I'm kind of horrified of fire all the time whenever I see it. Yeah, dog, you're barking up the wrong tree. Oh, okay. Well, you probably wouldn't make a good apprentice then. Rad, you said you're the apprentice, right? Yes, I was. Where's your master? The burning sage? Yeah. He's gone. He's dead. How'd he die? Wait. Hey, Devin. For the sake of dumb shit, um... I am, like, potentially one roll away from overcoming my pyrophobia. Do you want me to just roll it, just because it's funny? If you want. Okay. Go for it. Danger, roll me a d12. I've rolled you a one, bud. You're welcome. I had Danger roll me one more, uh, just okay, to so see passed. if... It, and he passed. I wanted him to do it so that no one thought that I was fudging it. And I reached my pyrophobia... Like overcoming my pyrophobia right. fear right so there. So you get to be the you want to be the new uh burning apprentice? I could. I could. Okay, Will it help right. me find 
the person who burnt down my forest? Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, it couldn't hurt, could it? You stay here, you train, and then you become a powerful fire mage. You can just kind of get whatever you want, you know? Huh. Might help you on your quest. I don't know. It's up to you. I'll think about it. I might want to do that. I think it might help me figure out who burnt down my forest. The more fire spells I know, the more that I potentially can figure out who is a shitty pyromancer. Just don't do what I did, okay? Yeah, what what did you do, Rad? I I don't Ash, I don't trust this guy. There's some there's something else going on here. I I picked a whole bouquet of oopsie daisies. <laughs> I picked a whole bouquet of oopsie daisies. Is that what you just said? Yes. <laughs> what what That's Rad? What does hilarious. that mean? It's a terrible yeah, accident. What happened? Yeah, what'd you do? What did you create? I killed the sage. He is dead because of me, and I must pay. I must atone. Yeah, but I mean, doesn't that you make you the new sage? No, there's only one sage. He just takes a new apprentice every five years. Yeah, and we're here to figure out what happened to him. So you killed him. Well, so what happened was I accidentally, yes, killed him, and then. The curse was placed on this keep, so we could not attend the Festival of Fire to tell what had happened. But we can now. Yeah, hey hey guys, I think we're supposed to bring this guy's ass back to the town. Yeah, let's let's bring him back in, and we'll explain everything else to the guys. Hey, Radinal, uh, would you like to accompany us for the Festival of Flame now that the curse has been lifted? It's kind of a rhetorical question, Rad. It already happened. <laughs> oh, shit. Remember, you'd have to wait another year. No, I can never show myself in town. Not after what I did. I must find a new apprentice. You're gonna need to. Oh. I mean, I'll be your apprentice if you help me find the person who burned down my forest. I will teach you about fire magic, and then I must go return home to atone for my discretions. But will you also tell me if you find anything out about the person who burned down my forest and stole the, sure. the seed? I'm not going to look at, into your forest. <laughs> I don't even know where it is or what it is. Atone yeah. for your fucking Ash, sins. literally no one knows what you're talking about. Like, none of us, no one here has any clue what happened to your forest. Uh, okay, at this point, uh, Malin comes in. So she's here now. And oh. she says, oh, thank you. Thank you for... Freeing us both from this curse. Oh, cool. So the thing we did also worked for you. Great. Awesome. Yes. I love it when it all just works out that way. I appreciate all you have done for me and for Radnall. Though it is true, he slew my love, the Burning Sage. It was not done maliciously, and he has paid for it many times over. I cannot justly require more from him. Also, I am beholden to you for freeing us both. And she offers you one of two possible rewards. And those would be? Option one, a commune spell. I will grant your group a boon once. When you seek knowledge, seek me. I shall hear your call and do what I can to provide. A majority of your group must agree, however, to use this boon. So it's a spell that will summon her and she will appear for one minute uh, to basically help you in any way she can. So like a magical IOU. Yes. Option two, uh, she produces a metal staff type thing. Um, 
and shows it to you. What is this? Yeah, what's that? Ha! Huh. Surely you are familiar with mithril. You will never find a more pure mithril than this, collected from my home plane. It is worth quite a pretty penny. I mean, money, right? Like, yeah, am I'm, I wrong? I'm down am with I the wrong money, with... Yeah, I think, I think the money is really the way to go here. Yeah, I, we could easily split this mithril and, and make a fortune off of it. Use it. Yes. I, you could absolutely. sell it or forge it into blades for yourselves, worthy of your valor. Yeah, sorry, Ash. No. I think your seed's in another castle. Yeah. Well, as long as you follow through on your promise from before of helping me, telling me if you find anything about the seed, that's fine for me. I don't need anything. Yeah, yeah. That's our top priority is finding uh, finding your uh, your right. seeds. Malin gives you friend. the uh, mithril staff. I'll hold on to don't. this for uh, for safekeeping, guys. Are you going to object to that, Ruljaw? Because I don't care. I mean... I shoot him a dirty look, and then I just let him take it, even though I was kind of, like, holding my hand out for it. So is that is R- that it, Rad? Radolin, I will, I've thought about it, and I will be your apprentice. I think oh, it wonderful. will help me down, my, down my path, and it will help you be forgiven for what you've done. I will train you in the arcane ways of the Burning Sage so that his legacy will live on. Come, let's begin. Could y'all, like, teleport us back to town if Ash has to stay here? We still gotta tell everybody what happened here. Yeah, it's kind of like the reason we're here. Yeah. Ash sprays you with water. <laughs> God damn it, so now we're gonna end every episode. Ash is spraying people with fucking water. But not maliciously, just a nice little friendly spritz. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot in here, it's a nice spritz to the face. Uh, Malin is like, yeah, well, uh... Yeah, we wouldn't make you walk back to town. And she uh, starts casting a, a spell. And Sweet. And you are portaled out, and you're back in town. Did Ash come with us, or is he still at the tower? No, he said he wanted to remain and become the new apprentice. Love it. So, I uh, where did we have to go turn this said quest into? Uh, the Baron is the one who sent you to figure out what happened. Ah, uh, yes, the Baron. Yeah, Ja, let's go, let's go cash in on this thing. Yeah. I'd like to get started on forgetting this whole thing ever happened. I, here, have a swig of this. And he takes a swig of his wine and hands it over to, to Ja. I refuse. I'm like, I tried that stuff once. Not for me. It'll help you forget. Eh. For the meantime, at least. <laughs> but then there's a whole bunch of other things you gotta forget. So. Yeah. It's I got a lot that cycle. I. Yeah. Feels it feels pretty rough, but yeah, no, I'm like, I like refuse the alcohol and just head over to the barons with you. Just say no to peer pressure, kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you're at the baron's house. He's outside on his porch in a rocking chair. Hey, Baron, we did the thing. Oh, hello, brave adventurers. Returned from the keep, I see. Hey, aren't you guys missing one? Yeah, he's the new sage. Oh, well, that's wonderful. So why, what happened? Why didn't, why didn't Radnall attend the Festival of Fire? He activated a curse by accidentally killing the burning sage, and they got trapped inside. Wow. Yeah, curse is, uh, curse is lifted. Radnall is going to train up Ash. Um, yeah, everything's all set. Well, that's great. All's well that ends well.
Outside of the people that died, but yeah. I mean, there was some talk of, like, money, right? I mean... Of course. What do you got for us? Uh, he reaches into his little money pouch, and uh, he gives you each a thousand gold pieces. Hey, Ja. Sweet. We got some money. Ah, uh, great. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go drink heavily and find a brothel. You in? You have guess, fun. What What are you doing? I'm going home. I'm late for dinner. I... <laughs> All right, then. All right. That concludes our adventure. Everyone's <laughs> going their own separate way. <laughs> Wait, was that really the end? There was no boss fight or anything? Brule was the boss fight. <laughs> the halfway through the castle? Yeah. The second half is more puzzly. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, Ash completed his character arc. Not really. He was afraid of fire. Ish. He overcame his fear of fire, and he became a fire mage. And maybe one day we'll find the seed that drives him. Probably not, but maybe. Ja didn't complete his character arc of separating from, I don't know, Barry Manilow. (laughs) No, it did not happen. And And now I'm also late for dinner, so I'm going to get in trouble. Joel has a bunch of money now, so he's happy, I guess, for now. Yeah, Joel's also a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, not really, kind of. No, he's an absolute piece of shit. If I was playing a character that cared about anything, I probably would have tried to kill your character. Why? Because you steal everything. <laughs> I stole one thing. 50 gold one time. You stole that? You stole the staff? You stole. I didn't steal the staff. Money. I'm holding on to <laughs> the just, staff. He just took it. Yeah. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Which, by the way, the staff is worth 5,000 gold. <laughs> yeah. If you wanted to. Yeah, I assumed it. as much. Not that it matters, but yeah. And that concludes our adventure. So thanks everyone for tuning in. Find out next time. Does Ja make it home for dinner? Does he ever get rid of Billy? Does Joel slip deeper into alcoholism until he dies of liver failure? Does Ash successfully become uh the next apprentice? Will he ever find his magic seed and rebuild his forest? You'll have to tune in to find out. And in the meantime, like us on Facebook. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know what you think about it. Uh You can get the game on DriveThruRPG. Play for yourself. And uh, we'll see you next week for another episode of Warp Lords Podcast.